Welcome to the WG Podcast by Christian Ortiz. Right here. You can use my name too, I don't care. Okay, you're good. So, welcome, man, to the WG Relationship Podcast. Uh, it's very nice to have you here, Ronald, on the, on the podcast to speak more about your, your the past, your the relationships now, and how you view relationships now um, at this given moment in time here in 2022. And you know about your divorce. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's in the process. It's still moving forward slowly but surely. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Last time I went to the courthouse, a lot of uh, the clerks said a lot of people are getting divorced, so it's backed up. So wow. It's currently a seven-month process, but I've been praying and hanging in there, and uh, I do appreciate you always being a friend ever since we first met, and uh, the rest of my brothers and the rest of my chosen family that's been holding me up love y'all forever uh, thank you man i appreciate that so um with that being said uh let's let's before we touch on that stuff because i'm I, I really have a lot of questions in regards to that yes, what sir. do you what do you think about like relationships now like this day and age and how you shifted you know because like you're you're in your you're how old are you 28 you're 28 right so you're in your late 20s just like i am and like how do you how do you feel like everything has happened and transpired since you were since you were born and you've seen things change like what do you think about relationships now is it worth it anymore um is it worth it to a certain extent and like what advice would you give people that are younger i would say the more things change the more they say the same like me and you were 90s babies right and uh early 90s babies at that uh <laughs> Yeah, Gen Y. Now I'll say for Generation Y, uh, we ask that question, why? You know, and it's easier for us to live in our truth because we kind of seen the world evolve. Uh, and we seen how relationships evolved over time. Like, just think about it. Uh, we weren't the baby boomers. We weren't Gen X. We kind of grew with the tech boom. We grew when Apple took off. Right. We grew when... It went from MySpace to now Facebook, Instagram, right. Snapchat, Do It For The Vine, you know? And I would say when it comes to relationships, the difference between where it was, let's say, our grandparents' time compared to now is that you have more of a bigger audience, which applies pressure, especially if it's a successful relationship. Think of uh, any relationship. You always see the good on social media, but you never seen those dark moments, right? Right. And and that's just people in general. Everybody boasts and brag about their accomplishments, but a lot of people keep in the dark their uh, shortcomings. When you have uh, one individual, say you're in a relationship, you're supposed to relate. A ship's supposed to take you somewhere. Even the Bible says, can two walk together and yet agree? Right. Keyword yet mm -hmm. agree that begins with a Y <laughs> generation Y I know right <laughs> but just think about it yet agree or being equally yoked you gotta share the load you know you have to sacrifice you have to grow together even when it rains you know knee grows right JK right, look, look but, at that <laughs> but it's like you gotta be willing to grow together now, in relationships, the ship's supposed to go somewhere if you relate. A ship was not made to sit on the dock of the bay watching the time roll away. When you're in a relationship and one, the captain, let's go old school, 
let's say the man head of the household when the captain wants to go a direction that you know that's beneficial but you have your first mate or your soul mate or your steward mm-hmm. or you know Tampa Bay Buccaneers I'm thinking of Pirates you know mm-hmm. I can't help it Buccaneers is the Caribbean <laughs> but when you have your crew willing to mutiny because they don't like the direction you're going even though you have that foresight to see farther down the road even if they don't agree again can two walk together and yet agree now I, I like how you place, put, put, put that all together honestly go ahead yes sir <laughs> that was pretty good so I would say for my situation it was uh no slight to her because she came at a very important time in our life well my life excuse me uh even when we worked together at our previous employer uh i shared our stories our good and the not so good and the challenging but some people can't handle the pressure of growth that's true and i want to say that i'm uh, a victim to that to be honest because um at certain times, like there would be like women that that would be growing and they would be changing and and I just don't like their the, that kind of growth, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you see not people. I don't want to use the word change, but kind of like morphing to into what they what they have to be, you know. Like they're mm-hmm. not changing because they want to; they're changing because this is who they are. And then um, sometimes there's women like that where 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 they show me like some like their true colors or whatever and and what their purpose really is and then i'm at that point i'm just like well sometimes i'm dissatisfied and sometimes i'm just like oh i do like this um this growth you know so i agree with you this right and it's okay to grow apart Mm -hmm. but when you think of uh our background uh when you think of educated black men right uh we're a smaller percentage or men of color mm-hmm. we're a smaller percentage of the american population mm-hmm. almost like damn unicorns right regardless if you have associates masters trade school and anything now let's shrink that a little bit more when you're an educated black man but you don't have a record mm-hmm. you come less of the population but if you think about economics, your value increases. Right. A lot of people would like to be close to that value. Think of the halo effect. Your name's already Christian. You're an angel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So you got to think of that halo effect. Yeah. But, and I was talking to someone about this a while ago. You got to think about integrity as well. When you're close to someone like that, you have a lot of people that want to get close and want to see how this couple is doing it, especially how the captain is doing it. Absolutely. And try to imitate that captain. Now, I'll say one thing about me, regardless of where I've been in life, I only got there because of respect and integrity and commitment. And committed to not only the relationship, friendship, companionship that I have, but committed to my own purpose and I will put it like this once you know your purpose and you rediscover your why mm-hmm. can't nobody tell you who you are absolutely and that can be your own father that can be your own mother that can be your own wife that can be your own girlfriend that can be your own sister once you discover your why mm-hmm. can nobody stop you 
why do you get up in every day in the morning and sacrifice X, Y, and Z because you have a dream? This is Martin Luther King Day. Even he had a dream. Mm -hmm. When you discover that why, and it looks different to people that don't want to sacrifice, that want don't want to put in that commitment, that want to cut corners, that don't have the integrity to not cheat the system because they want it fast. I don't know what to say for people like that. And I try to dismiss myself from people like that, you know? Right. Nothing's wrong with that. Self-care and self-preservation is not selfish. That's true. It's basically self-economics. If you can understand a person. That's all I got to say about that. Man, that's some good, that's some good advice, honestly. And um, so how long were you married for? Since February 2nd, 2019. Uh, this year will make three years, but I've known her since uh, February 2018. Okay. And how did how did you guys meet? Tell us a little bit about that. Like, where did you guys meet? Uh, well, when I got back from California, it took me a while to find a job. Like, again, most educated black men, and they always say it's important the first job you get. So I was hired at DCF as mm -hmm. an economic self sufficiency specialist at ESS one. Mm -hmm. That's where I kind of got my feet wet in economics and cost of living and adjustments and helping people. Right. Mm -hmm. Same thing I was doing in college. It's just, I guess you slap a title on it. I don't care about titles. Right, <laughs> right. I, yeah, I care about championships, but I don't care about titles. <laughs> Champa Bay. But uh, my second oldest sister, she took me out because uh, the Applebee's, mm -hmm. uh, the one close to the USF area, because she was just so excited that uh, after months of searching that I finally got a job, regardless of what it was. I was just grateful. Right. Regardless, you move your way up over time. Absolutely. And my wife was my waitress. Oh, okay. And uh, she thought I was attractive. And uh, I didn't even ask, really. She just slipped me the number. Okay. Said, Did you up. have the suit on? No. No? Okay. That would have been more of a problem with the suit on, too. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I want the world to understand that uh, you can respect an educated black man or an educated man of color mm -hmm. without wearing a suit. Right. Now, if you wear one, you're a bad mofo. Right, absolutely. If you don't wear one and you can still pull people, I just got to call you Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Nelly and find you a Kelly Rowland at this right. point. I don't know. And I said that because Ronald, uh, he, he likes to wear suits just like I do. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I, I asked him that, you know, in case some of you were wondering, you know. And yeah. Like, why, why would he wear a suit? It's just like, because he wears suits. Because we're <laughs> always men of class. Right, men of class. Um, so you met her at the, she was the waitress. you met her there, um, you guys went on dates and stuff like that, uh, mm -hmm. and so technically she made the first move, right? Yeah. Okay. Most um, women, if they make the first move, they will get a wedding ring. That's a, that's a real statistic, blackdemographic.com. Now, I'm so glad you mentioned that. <laughs> For the women listening to this, because this whole, I, I literally almost had a debate a couple of days ago with a female in regards to traditional and modern and stuff like that and we had a whole talk about like how she like didn't like how i personally want 
women to either take me out on dates and stuff like that and like require certain things okay. from women right okay now i'm not saying that i wouldn't do that for them you but would it, but it was just like i want something back as well and the way i see it i'm gonna give you guys the realist not uh, i guess you could call it the real estate Genuine. Uh, mindset yeah Oh, okay, you, there you go. Yeah, I have a, a, a real estate philosophy, right? Where you just have, when you buy a house, when you first buy a house, you know, you're being shown the house and stuff like that. And basically, you know, the, the agent needs to sell it to you. Mm-hmm. Now, when you put money down on a house, right, and all of that, you're making an investment and, you know, the return back would be that you would own the house, Correct. that it will come with all the utilities and things that you want, that it's in a good area, etc. Now, think of a woman as the house. Okay. I'm making an investment into this woman, right? Let's, I'm taking her on a date and stuff like that, and she's expecting certain things out of me. Okay. But if I'm getting no returns from the house, house meaning the women, right? Okay. And, and, and for some women out there that, that jump the gun and think that this only results into sexual favors, no. I'm talking about like other stuff as Correct, well. Correct, we're real men, not simps. Right, exactly. Because a, a lot of women deal with men that only want them for that particular thing, and like they try to like box every man into that. And I mean, I think that's just wrong. And I think we need to see people for who they are. And even though we have trials and tribulations in the past, we should have everyone in their own separate box and like really get to know them. But anyways, protect your square. Absolutely. Hold your square. Yes, sir. So with that being said, if I'm going to invest in something, I need to see some time to return. So when I invest in a woman, I need to invest a return or else I'm investing in something that's that's a liability. Why would you invest in something that is a liability? That's true. Even investors, they wouldn't invest in something where they know they're not going to yield any results. That is true. When you invest in stocks and stuff like that, and for those of you that invest in stocks, you're not going to invest in something where you know that your money's going to plummet and you're not really going to make enough in the future. You're just not going to do it. So mm-hmm. why would I invest in a woman now knowing that she won't take me out on dates, she won't pay bills, she won't offer this, she won't offer that, what am I doing? I'm wasting years of my life. I'm not making no returns, and I'm making like an investment that's well, obviously not going to work. One of my triple OGs, and I love her death. This is probably one of the names I will name drop. Uh, Kenya. She taught me that expectations will get you messed up. Right. And the reason why I say, well, she taught me expectations will get you messed up is because you shouldn't expect nothing from another person mm-hmm. more than what you expect out of yourself. Mm-hmm. So again, even in the Bible, they said uh, the first man, he asked, well, Eve was a helper or a helpmate mm-hmm. to help him. I will say this, when we expect things from a significant other or in a relationship, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. That's very dangerous because then it's going to look like a mutual transaction. Right. And it's always going to be a trade-off. Right, and you see how in uh, certain situations, uh, there is always going to be a trade-off. There can be a dude of affluence, or some a guy of privilege, or a guy that started from the bottom and they got themselves up. They raised their own bar, you know. Right. But now, here comes a significant other. They'll be like, "Oh, okay, I want this. 
I want that. I'm like, okay, but what are you bringing to the table? Absolutely. Most women will say that. I remember one time a girl asked me, talking about, oh, what are you bringing to the table? I bought the damn table. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> oh. <laughs> and the plates. So I'm right. like, okay, so what are you cooking? Right. And here's the thing. I'll be in the kitchen with you. Right. Just like you, you can cook. Basically, again, self-sufficiency. If you have a man that's already established, already invested in himself, and willing to invest in you, he's going to want to return an investment. So why not invest in one another so each other goals can grow together instead of growing apart? Absolutely. And that's all it is. Absolutely. And the, the conversation that I had uh, with, with that particular woman... <laughs> In regards to that, that little debate, like who does what and stuff like that, um, she has that mindset where, oh, well, you're a man, you're supposed to do that. And it's just like, well, no, that's what society tells you to do. Correct. You know, it's a it's a norm. It's 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 a generalization that that people are accustomed to and that they're programmed to follow. You Correct. Know? That's a good word. Program. So you can either be sheep or you can lead. And a lot of people are sheep nowadays, believe it or not. That's real. And that is real. And they can be, there's, there's sheep behind closed doors. And um, I don't want to be that sheep. So, like, I, I, I want to be genuine with myself and. and, and Self preservation. Exactly. And know who I am as a person. So, when I meet women, and, and what Ronald was saying earlier in regards to like expectations like that, that's actually written in my book expectations may lead to disappointments and there's like multiple lines in my book that are published years ago where that line is stated like expectations lead to disappointments like over and over and over and I can't help but stress that I don't have expectations for anybody I'm gonna tell you what I want and that's it I'm not gonna expect anything because guess what I expect the worst in everybody so as soon as I meet them or they know information about me I'm gonna let them know straight up this is what I want this is who I am. These are my morals. This is my... Uh, Your value. My values, right? As a person. These are my standards. And this is how I want to be treated. You can either give me that or you can move on with your life. That's real. That's how I do it. I don't I don't set expectations for women and be like, oh, well, I expect her to do this. I think she's going to do it or that. Because then, like, what if she doesn't do it? And then you're just sitting there. It's just like, well, I thought she was going to pay the fucking bill. And now it's like... Three hundred dollars in, and I'm kind of fucked. You know, like I don't, I don't. Yeah. I talk to them beforehand. Like, look, I'm not into gold diggers. I'm not into this. I'm not into that. Yeah. Um, if you're a woman that th there's a guy, I don't know if you ever heard of him by the name of Matthew Hussey. No, I haven't. That's a new one. He's a he's a dating coach. Okay. And I practice in teaching men and women about like real world relationship situations. He more so helps women specifically into like you know becoming i guess better women and making healthier choices and things like that so there's one thing that i really love about him is the fact that he had a he had a segment and there were a lot of women in the auditorium and it's actually on my blog as well okay and he asks women in that auditorium who pays on the first day Interesting. and all the women were just like oh man 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 you know Man, okay whatever and then like one woman stood up and he was just like okay so men pay on the first day it's just like yeah because you know 
he's supposed to be a gentleman. He's a, he's supposed to pay. You know, I'm dating him. You know, he's supposed to pay. Mm -hmm. And then he's just like, what's with the double standard? So he's supposed to pay, and I can have sex with you anytime I want, right? And she was wow. like, and she was just like, no, 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 no. Wow. And and he was just like, okay, so what's with the double standards then? Why? Have you ever had a woman take you out on a date before? I have. I have as well. Since I high a, school? Look, man, I don't mean to brag. and, and there, You're not. You're not precocious. You've never been. you all been humble. But there's been women, and women that are hearing this are going to be like, oh, well, look at him. You know, because they always have that little attitude sometimes. Let them keep it. Right. There's been women, man, that I literally met on the first day. Literally the first day. And we had a great connection. There's been women that got me hotels. With upgraded jacuzzis, there's oh, been there's, there's there's women that have bought tickets themselves just to fly out and see me. There's women that have made long hour drives to see me. Like there's women that really have done sacrifices. If you want to, call I love it that. that word. It's a beautiful word, actually. and it's like there's this saying. I forgot how it went. It's like if. If someone is not willing to make the sacrifice, then they're not um, be they're not worth being sacrificed for, you know? Because as a man, we got to be the one to take that bullet for him. Absolutely. Or if we're the man of the house and we have kids, we're the one to get up when there's an intruder at Absolutely. the gate. Absolutely. So one that, one that doesn't sacrifice for me is not worth sacrificing for. And I, I like that saying because it's just like, it just it just puts you in, in a good circle of, of people, and you don't you don't waste your time. I understand. That's the most important thing, in my opinion, because money comes and goes, but time you can't get back. Previously, you said you look for the worst in people. Absolutely. Now here's here's a beautiful backstory. Uh, let me go back to young Ron when he was back in college. Uh, I had a, a high school, uh, excuse me, a college boo. Mm -hmm. Never really had the the opportunity. Uh, because there was always a conflict of time, but we casually dated off and on. She even took me out on dates. Right. Uh, that will probably be the only woman that I'll marry next. That'll be my <laughs> last wife, if, <laughs> if <laughs> a granted opportunity. But I remember I texted her this one time. I'm like, could you please share with me any uh, area opportunity for me to improve as a better man? I asked her that because she was in uh, broken relationships too. She was from an urban background too she comes from not the best circumstances just like all of us mm -hmm. we're just living testimonies i remember she hit me back and she said uh good morning i honestly don't know we never really been together together our friendship has always been solid you are always willing to help others elevate and be a better version of themselves it's like you see the potential in people before they ever see it I told her I was just covering my bases. Because <laughs> one thing I would, I would like uh, for everybody to understand, hurt people hurt people. Right. But if they have enough time to heal, they can heal the next person as well. Absolutely. That's why most times you find your soulmate in college or you find your soulmate where you were struggling with or you was in the mud with, you know, that saw you evolve back when you was young Christian or young Ron or back when you was... I don't want to say nobody because everybody's somebody, but back when you didn't have as much clout as you did at the current day. Absolutely. So, I'll say this for that one individual, and she knows who she is. Um, 
I do appreciate her because she saw she helped me understand my value as a person. This is before everything in my career took off or all the affluence and even Barack Obama talked about the trappings in life. Mm-hmm. How everybody wants to fall in love with the trappings or the toppings. Everybody uh, wants to be around the educated, privileged, young black man, even though neither of us are. Right. Everybody wants to be around the person that wear nice watches, that is like well kept, well groomed, that has a testimony as a story. One thing I can say about you and me, Christian, we didn't come from privilege or a silver spoon. We came from blessings. Right. And we always paid it forward. I want the men and the women that listen to this podcast to understand that as long as you pay it forward and not expect it to be paid back, you always excel in life because there will always be someone to protect your name. That was the first thing you was ever given in this life, your name. Right. There's somebody talk bad about Christian behind his back and I'm standing there. I'm like, wait, that don't sound like Christian. Yeah, I know you'll do the same thing. Wait, that doesn't I'm, sound like Ron. That's more value than any watch or a suit can I'm, ever be. Absolutely, I, I I agree with that. And I'm. It's funny you say that because um, back um, when we were working each other and stuff at at, at the previous company, mm-hmm. um, there there were instances where um, you had my back for like particular things and stuff like that. And I do appreciate you a lot the same. for doing that because it's that that's the most important thing. If you, if you have people that back you up when you're not around, you, you're doing something good. You know, not a lot of people have that kind of power where like folks, you know, behind their back, you know, have their back, like literally. Yeah. So, um, that that's pretty good. So yeah. like to just to kind of touch on like what happened with you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when when the things started falling apart, because I know you're you're going through a divorce now, mm-hmm. um, and I'm very interested in knowing like what happened, you know. And well, so I can let you guys know on some little info, uh, Ronald, and, for, and this is coming from me, not from what he perceives himself to be. Um, he seems like a a, a, a very gentleman like guy, you know, like the, you know, like when he, when he proposed to her and stuff. It's just like like he has this romantic side to him, where like he he knows what to say, you know, he knows what to do. Like he's very respectful, um, and the way he goes about things, you know, he has a, a, a great demeanor as well to him. So that's what I've seen in him, and like the way he articulates himself as well, and. When he met this woman, I was just like, "Oh, look at that! It's like it's 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 kind of seemed in my eyes like a kind of like a a nice romantic. I don't want to say fairy tale because I'm a hopeless romantic. But it, but it, it yeah, <laughs> but it it, kind, it, it seemed like a scenario where it was just like it, that that was that you know it was like super romantic stuff and mm-hmm. and all that good stuff and and you know I liked seeing that you know because I'm a guy that I do this as a a lifestyle, actually. A lifestyle. This is my that's lifestyle. All, that's always been you. Yeah, like like helping people with relationships or, or gaining knowledge on relationships. So when I write my book in the next 10 years or whatever, I'd be aging as I'm writing these books. And mm-hmm. that's that's my that's my goal in life, to like write these books as I age. So that first book I published, I was 19 years old. Oh, wow. I, I, I was 19 years old. Uh, who knows what I knew, right? Yeah. Um. So, like, you can read that now and then, like, the book that I published, whether this year or next year, 
you can see how that transition occurred, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'll literally be the first Hispanic man in the world to do that to like write relationships slash psychology books as I'm aging. That's and, what's up. And slowly dying, right? Like yeah. that's literally what's ha- I'm slowly like dying as time progresses by. You're dying um, to yourself. Dying to myself. That's right? a sacrifice. Yeah. And it's a sacrifice, you know, because you're losing a part of yourself as as time goes by, and then you're regaining a new part of yourself, like a phoenix. Exactly. I like this guy. <laughs> so um, we'll rise again. And then you rise again. So like that that's kind of what I want. And then that's my purpose. So we're going to touch on you, you know, so like that we don't take too long okay. on what happened. How did it start? It? When did you start seeing the signs? When did you know I have to divorce this woman? This is not working out for me. Okay. And tell us, okay. tell us your story, man. Please. Okay, I, I want to try to be as transparent and not as limited. There is only so much I can say because attorneys involved. But right. this, how I'll say it. When COVID first came around, I started to see the writing on the wall. Actually, the year before COVID, like fall 2019, you start to see the writing on the wall. You started to see inappropriate messages from people of her past Mm. or you started to see phone calls at different inappropriate uh facetime calls at different inappropriate times of night or during holidays and stuff like oh he's just a friend i'm like uh that's right right you gotta love him right but anyway i digress (laughs) um you but yeah you you start to see the tea leaves Mm -hmm. and you start to question it Mm. again you protect your circle some people come around just to test what you have or I believe some people give the devil too much credit the devil is only there to test your faith you know and I'm used to that Mm -hmm. I'd rather look the devil in the eye at this point in life but as time progressed it wasn't until after uh, we all lost people during COVID and we all, we all had to bury people during COVID. Uh, it was after two of family members uh, passed uh, in 2020 and then, yeah, they were both 2020, wasn't it? Or 2021, I guess the stress got to her and more temptation got to her as well. And I will say, me, and, and go sorry, ahead. To, sorry to cut you off. Go so ahead. like the, the temptation, right? Where where did you think that stemmed from? Jealousy of others. Jealousy of others. Because you can't let nobody steal your happiness. You always, re- but even if they try to attack it, you keep your joy, mm-hmm. your black boy joy. Mm-hmm. If you and a couple, and one of them have black boy joy, and the other one got black girl magic, or she's a black girl that rocks, mm-hmm. damn near indestructible. But how can I say it? Hmm, real at, difficult. At this point, would you say that she was being um, unfaithful or ungrateful? Ungrateful, you would say. And that's a strong word to use, but yes, that's the correct word to use. Okay. It was the summer of 2021 uh, when I was busting my ass, sacrificing, uh, working and going to school, still in school. Uh, still going on fancy trips, still going on vacations. We traveled a lot together, and I'm not talking about within the state of Florida. We traveled. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and I'm not even talking about finances or anything or what hotels it were. Ritz Carlson was one of them, which was fun, mm-hmm. you know. But it seemed like the harder I worked, and I actually paid for her education as well to further her education wow. while furthering mine. Wow. <laughs> wow. It was when she got her level of education that uh, things started to alter. Now, there's nothing wrong with celebrating your accomplishments, but a lot of people or sycophants that love uh, what you have will try to take what you have, especially those from your past or her past, I should say. So when I confronted her about this uh, one individual that just kept following up with her, following up with her, following up with her, I drew my line in the sand one and a half, two years ago. She actually came out and asked because she have an open marriage. And I said, wow. <laughs> uh, without saying the person's name, uh, I was like, well, chill, like, can uh, so-and-so be a part of the marriage? I'm like, well, can so-and-so be a part of the marriage, too? And she said no. And I was like, excuse me. I only did that just to test uh, her mindset because it was a genuine no. I don't believe in sharing a wife. That's part one. I don't believe in uh, polyamorous relationships. I'm real. I'm a serial monogamous. One woman at a time. I don't need two headaches. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, she said no. And I was like, why? And she was like, it's more of a uh, carnal aspect of things more of a sexual aspect not saying i wasn't doing my job she's basically i didn't have enough time for her Mm -hmm. but i'm like okay if i'm working 50 50 plus hours a week for a non-profit while building my own company and going to grad school online while paying for your education while you're taking trips and paying for your homegirls as well paying their way while you're on these trips having fun i'm still at home working I'm still at home, still doing 50 hours a week, still doing 10 to 13 hours of school online, still having enough time for us and the dog and to play video games. There's only 24 hours in a day. I try to make 25, but I always come up short. <laughs> okay. There's only seven days in a week. I try to make eight, but I always come up short with a seven. I'm glad you mentioned that. And this is no shade to you. Yes, sir. But like... This is the reason why, and this is for everyone here in this episode, this is the reason why him and I had that talk previously about, like, we we want women to give something back, right? So this gentleman here, he was given, clearly from what you guys are hearing, a lot. Like, there's, there's a lot going on. And that's her. how me and you are. Yeah. We just give freely. Yeah. That's how we are. That's how we came and up. And we give freely, right? But, like, when you give too much, like he was just doing... It's just like... Pouring into an empty cup that got a hole at the bottom. Absolutely. And then that's when things start to alter, you know? And this is the reason why I'm so adamant about modern... About having modern relationships. Because the traditional stuff, that doesn't work for me and who I am as a person. I need I need modern. I need women to pick up the pace. I need women to do stuff for me, too. Yeah, modern I, innovator. Exactly. I want... Like, you know, we, we, we have stuff done in the past, and we move forward. We have automobiles that we do not use anymore. Correct. Do we use those automobiles? If I told you, here's a, a T Ford or whatever those yeah. vehicles were called. Model T. Model T. And I said, here's the first automobile, go use it. Compared to 
a Toyota or whatever vehicle you like Mercedes, and desire. Bentley, Benz. You would probably say, like, why would I want to do that if we have this innovation here with better tech and my Bluetooth and all that? I don't, I don't want that old stuff. And it's the same with relationships. We move forward. That's the, that's the purpose of the human race, to move forward. Why are we still worrying about traditional relationships and stuff like that? Why can't we morph what worked with that and put it into modern ones? And then, it, that's if, a good question. If possible, why that's can't we do question. that? You know, and, and we can dismiss it entirely if we wanted no, to, no. or we can also take the good that we liked from it and then put it into modern relationships to work for us. Because traditional only helps one side of the relationship. Absolutely, it, it only works on one side. It, it, I, to, in, in my opinion, it works in the man's favor. Really? And and in my it works. Explain. Go ahead. Go it, ahead. I it, like it, this. It, were, ahead. it works in the man's favor because you know the woman's at home cooking for him, taking care of the kids and stuff like that. Now, it also works at the woman's favor as well. You know, because I don't want you guys to think it's if it's a transfer, it's a power. Exactly. That's what all it is. Now, people will say, some people will say, marriage benefits the woman because she's covered, she's protected, she has life insurance, she right. has kids. If something happens to the man, she's covered. Right. Or let's think of broken homes. Let's think of Section Eight housing. You can't have a male in there. Let's think of. Uh, uh, again, DCF, let's think of food stamps, TANO, SNAP. If you have a male in the household, oh, does he have an income? Right. If he has an income, you have to add that in, and that takes away your food stamps. Right. So a lot of people, and this this is integrity again, Right. a lot of uh, individuals will fabricate who's in their household. A lot of people of color don't want the government to know who's in their household. Right. Because it affects funding but here's the thing every 10 years the census come around and asks who's in your community who's in your household so we can provide better funding for your community right you know it's our people that don't do the census because we don't want the government in our business and i'm not mad at that because uh when you talk about historical relationships let's talk about flint michigan water crisis let's talk about tuskegee experiment Let's talk about uh, the McDuffie riots in Miami. Let's talk about let's talk about Rosewood. Let's talk about Black Wall Street on fire. That's in Tampa. That's in Oklahoma. That's in Kansas. Jealousy. Not saying that the the government is jealous of us or our neighbors are jealous of us. But jealousy is an incurable disease. It's a green eye monster. Right. And everybody likes to see who grass is green on the other side. Instead of worrying about that, water your own grass. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, how is it that green? He must be perfect. Perfection is a cruel illusion. That's why I'm a little askew when I think of the 72 Dolphins. They right. played a lot of losing teams. They almost lost to the Bears that season. <laughs> My favorite perfect team was the New England Patriots when they lost in 2008 to Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. It's the one big chip Tom Brady can't get back. <laughs> Champa Bay. But I'm, I remember I cried that game. And my dad called me. He was like, you ain't crying, are you? I'm like, yes. I cried in the shower. <laughs> and my mom and my grandma handed me the phone. I'm like, why are you giving me this phone? 
But I love that game because it proved that perception, I mean, perfection excuse me, can be a cruel analogy. You can't raise somebody to be perfect, especially in a broken household, because it's not real. Right. Or you can't expect, again, expectation will get you messed up. You can't expect your man to be perfect. You can't expect your woman to be perfect. But when you project that onto someone and you and you see them grinding so hard but they're not good enough for you just because you may fall in love with the trappings and you may have on rose colored shades and you no longer see his value somebody else does right absolutely or you see this man investing like how i was investing in my wife the trips the goddess locks the jewelry as she was equally investing in me there was good times in the marriage too you know both sides come and test the devil's only dare to test your faith that's all was i tempted yes did i fold no i got all the receipts when whitney houston said where are the receipts when she said crack was cheap she answered the damn question <laughs> okay she said i want to see a receipt she made too much money to ever smoke crack crack is whack i don't even do drugs don't right. even smoke cigarettes right now I have a medical card. We in Florida, hell. Or a medical medicinal marijuana card, but hell, that's legal. Hell, right. I worked for the Department of Agriculture before. I worked for the state before. Mm -hmm. It's just difficult when you have integrity, but you're around people that integrity, their integrity is challenged and it doesn't match yours. So some people will prefer you to settle or sit back on your purpose or sit back on your why only because you're about to outgrow them. Can, can two walk together and yet agree? Yet agree. Generation Y. Can they yet agree? My wife told me straight up, we're not equally yoked. The third time she told me that, I looked her dead in the eyes. I'm like, I believe you. <laughs> I know, right? I laugh at it now. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and once uh she went back to her tribal her tribe or her village and she and they like she shared that story with them they even corrected her and be like are you crazy <laughs> you don't tell a husband that y'all not equally yoked you're basically saying y'all need he's not even a christian he's a heathen right now the video you spoke on uh one thing that she kept saying she endorsed me she even said it, that i was a man of god mm-hmm you're a man of God. We, like, you know? But that's the only thing she kept saying. That you're a man of God and stuff? Which is great, but it's one-dimensional. There's levels to Ron. There's levels to Christian. Instead of looking at raising the bar, let's just dispel the bar in totally, because that's mm -hmm. nothing but division. Everybody works in dimensions. There's only one spirit. And within that spirit, there's dimensions to it. You can't be one dimensional. You know, yes, I'm a man of God, but that's not all Ron is. That's not all Christian is. Right. You're a man of God. Again, you're an educated black man. Again, you're clean cut professional Rico Suave, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> now I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far as to say as I'm a man of God, but I would say that I'm Spiritual. a man, I'm a man of yeah, like because I, I, I do meditate and stuff like that and same and stuff, but like 
it 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 kind of baffles me sometimes because even like you know in your situation there would be people that would be like women of god or, or, or men of god and stuff like that but we're all just people and yeah, exactly but like don't have like that integral part where it's just like i'm i'm gonna be this person good and stuff like that and, and this is what you know was deemed you know the right thing to do and stuff like that you know so it's, it kind of sucks sometimes i guess what it is is when people lie to themselves mm -hmm. hmm how can i say it because a lot of people lie to themselves when people lie to themselves are they really lying to the world or are they just having a mask like okay perfect example there's the whole covid uh era a lot of people cover up their identity or as a cover-up when you meet people you meet their representative first mm -hmm. i will honestly say the minute you meet me you meet me as i genuinely am absolutely yeah hell i curse in church i don't care <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm like and i'm <laughs> and you know? i'm like i'm like oh heathen i'm like no human right human and in a marriage, and this is for anybody out there, single, looking to go to the altar, anything. The key to a marriage, other than sacrifice or other than identifying uh, humility, and humility is number uh, identification of one's own self-importance. Uh, in a marriage, you got to be able to give and forgive, regardless of what it is, it's being human. But then there is a line, and that's where it divides remember I say walk together and yet agree or equally yoke if you cross that invisible line to the point where you have to fight for somebody to love you because you disrespected them that other person have full right to walk away absolutely so in your situation what happened what made you walk away before the, we run out of time yeah I, I got you yeah. uh, I'll do it real quick domestic violence is real but uh, a lot of people look at domestic violence as Ike and Tina what if Tina picked up a knife right. and charged at Ike? Right. And Ike didn't hit her, but Ike walked away quietly. There's a lot of uh, stories, and, and here's the crazy part. Uh, even domestic violence is whoever gets to the phone first, you know? Right. Even, let's say, an educated black man or a man in general calls the police which I didn't because uh, I believe in protecting my wife even uh, in a bad situation you don't get the government involved in what's going on in your household right. when it comes to a marriage you know I would say this because uh, it's a testimony I'm, I don't care uh, I'm grateful to be alive even when the authorities come they're supposed to protect and serve but here's the double-edged sword I was asked that I should leave even though my name is on the lease. Wow. That's that's not fair at all. And what is, is fair though? Right. And and this is what you were talking about earlier in regards to like men and and, and yeah. what they have to go through and stuff like that. Equality like, do, never exists. Yeah. Do Ever. We, do we do we get help, you know? And even some of you listening to this, this is a domestic violence from a woman to a man and a lot of people would wouldn't even bat an eye like oh well he's a guy i mean be the ass you know be, i don't want a record i don't want to go to jail right so i work so, too hard to go to jail right so it's just <laughs> like you know a, a woman could do something like that and and just like 
in a way walk away with it right and then like a man's supposed to be shut because he's supposed to be tough or whatever the case may be oh, or sleep it under the rug or with, sleep it under the rug because it's not relates to trauma right and because it's not the norm and he's supposed to brush it off because that 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 beautiful statement that certain women like to use because he's a man he's supposed to you know mm -hmm. and um i'm a human yeah and he's a human being he went through something and this is the reason why ronald i i, I like this podcast and this all of this stuff that i do means a lot to me yes because sir. i want people to like hear actual stories i'm tired of going online with these goody two-shoe relationships and we don't we don't we don't know what's going on in the background like i i want to know what's happening at the core and as messed up as it sounds i don't give a fuck how good your relationship is doing on, on paper on paper or on instagram or on, or on instagram Facebook. right i really don't care like, i want to know how how you're managing this in the background i've always been a background guy you know where yeah we, we both at. were we, you we know both where, we, were. where we used to work we at, had to in, the ba in the background seeing things you know and and seeing how things happen in the back end i yeah. like stuff like that you want to know why because that makes you appreciate and kind of view the world in a different way correct because remember when we were working at that company and we were seeing things from the back end we saw what what really went down yeah we saw everything from behind the scenes i didn't even know that was behind the scene right and right. and for me to be shocked in that way is just kind of like hold on this makes me see the world in a different way and i already knew the and, world was a shitty place but and still. we both moved differently since then and the crazy part is a lot of people that i went to school high school college and middle school from that company and from that experience, we all move the same way, but it looks different. Right. To sheep. Right. <laughs> right. We call us shepherd boys at this point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with with that being said, um, but in all honesty, if there's someone out there that's dealing with domestic violence, you can always choose you, and that's not being a coward. That's, that's not being selfish. That's self-preservation. And there's nothing wrong with having a therapist or a psychologist right. or a good friend like Christian. Right to talk to and always make sure you speak up as a man you know don't be scared that other men are gonna judge you you know what i say or to women or, yeah or, or women that are because women are, are are big judges too trust me on that they can be they can be yeah so um just speak up you know speak about it with your buddies and stuff like that and you know just make sure that the people in your circle you know aren't judging you for speaking up because then again if you have yeah. people like that Dismiss them. them from your circle. Remove them. You don't need that kind of, kind of stuff. And put it this way: I'd rather see you at your net birthday party than at your funeral. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'd rather just like just like how you did. Hey, bro, let's catch up. Let's go to a park and just Absolutely, chill out. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do for a friend. Friendship is essential. Right. And like I said, speak up. A lot of men don't speak up, and that's why we continue having these issues. And I'm actually proud of where relationships are kind of going nowadays okay. in regards to, like, the speaking up. I mean, we have folks speaking up now. They're just like, no, we're not settling for gold diggers. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. We don't settle, period, oh, in 2022. And, 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 you know, we have dudes like Kevin Samuels, you know, that you know of. Woo. Like, he's speaking up for the black community yeah. In and 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 certain men in regards of like this is not what we want. 
we're not doing this anymore. We're not settling for this. We're not settling for that. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I agree with 100% every single thing that the man says. But at the same time... He's calling it out. He's he bringing is, it to light. He is calling it out. You know, regardless of who it is, I respect anybody that calls shit out for what it is. Yeah. Period. I mean, you can have your own values, morals. You could be a Christian, Muslim, whatever, whatever you are. But if you're calling things out for who they are, I have a lot of respect for people like that. And I feel like we need more men to do that we already have a lot of women calling stuff out yeah we don't we don't really need too much of that we need more men to stand up for themselves because we live in a society where we're deemed as weak or not strong or we're not alpha enough it's built to emasculate you they'll they'll rather see a man on tv in a dress right and that could be tyler perry that could be wanda that could be jamie Foxx when he did it that could be that could be anybody that could be will smith when he did it on wild wild west that could be anybody but a man that wears a suit and about his business. That's all I can say. Right. The two books that I'm currently reading and finishing up this far that's educating me a lot more. One, Michelle Obama book. Mm-hmm. I think every black woman should read that. Uh, Becoming. Mm-hmm. Just Becoming Who You Are. Barack Obama's book, Promised Land, his newest book. That is a powerful book. Before that, I would recommend Toni Morrison's... Uh, what was it, Milkman, uh, Song of Solomon by Toni Morrison. Mm-hmm. Every black man should read that. Period. Read more, but you can read whatever you want to, but uh, read more so you can get more of an understanding. If there is an author that relates to your background that doesn't have a misogynist or a, a, a masculine uh, approach, read those. Read both sides of the coin so the next relationship you're in, you can better relate to hopefully your significant other. I, I And I, I, I agree with that. You got to see it from, from both sides. There was even a friend of mine um, back in the day mm-hmm. where she got into a situation where the man put his hands on her. Now, your average guy, simp, whatever you wish to call him, mm-hmm. would just be like, oh, that's terrible, you don't deserve that, blah, blah, you know, try to sweet talk her because obviously he has his motive, mm-hmm. right? right? But in my case, I immediately asked the question, what did you do to get him to that point, right? That's a good question. And then she said, oh, well, I said X, Y, and Z. And she actually admitted that she mm-hmm. said something to trigger him. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, well, there's your problem. You're trying to make the problem about him. I think you need to look within yourself and fix yourself first. Now, I'm against all that stuff happening, you know, yeah. to women. But at the same time, it's just kind of like to people you love. You don't... You don't be set, accountable. Yeah, you got to be accountable. And, and you don't trigger them. You know, you... you you get into a marriage, you know what they like, you know what they dislike, you just don't do the stuff that they dislike. You try your best not to do that. Now, in your situation, do you feel like you did something to trigger her to start that whole domestic violence thing? Or, well, no? or, or no? Well, let's, mm, that's a good question. In all honesty, in my heart to hearts, no. Without so, getting too much of her medical background. Okay. Uh, Honestly, in my heart of hearts, I can genuinely say no. But you were talking about one of your friends in the past that was in a domestic dispute. I remember back in college, one of my homegirls that I should have went to law school with. Right. She called me probably like one or two in the morning. Uh, and uh, 
she was in a situation where her boyfriend put her hands on, I mean, his hands on her. Mm -hmm. I gladly woke up and grabbed one of my homeboys. I'm like, hey, roll with me real quick to the other side of Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. Pulled up and everything. We grabbed all her stuff that she needed, and she spent the night in my den. Uh, we we rented out a house on French Quarter, West Fifth Avenue. Right. And she, uh, she spent the night there. And she spent enough time the next day, and whenever she felt safe, I asked her, uh, did she felt mm -hmm. or did she felt okay to um, go back to her spot? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, regardless if I'm in class or I'm in a meeting, I don't work for Obama. That's when I didn't, but <laughs> or didn't do any public policy stuff. I'm still just wrong. But I was like, long story short, if there's anything, you call me immediately, and I don't care who I'm in front of. And that's not being a captain save a hoe. That's being a friend. Friendship is essential. Right. But other than that, I digress. It's good to have a friend, people. That's all I can say about that. Well, thank you, man, for uh, sharing your story and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure you're dealing with it now in a different way. Are you, like, dating now? Or, or, or are you trying to? Or, uh, or you're more, or since that happened, you're just kind of like... I learned this from Darrell Revis, uh, Revis Island 24, when he played for the New England Patriots and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No man is an island, but I am an independent contractor, and I'm looking for the next highest team. <laughs> so uh, I court, uh, I inquire, but for a special woman outside of my college boo, right. possible soulmate, uh, right now I'm just inquiring, that's all. Right. And what about, like, the, the, the woman that you divorced? Do you guys will still be communicating, or is that something? I, even, I actually asked her, can we just be friends? And, uh... She's not. She's still, and that was months ago. I actually approached her three separate times. Even bought her food. Showed up at her job one time, brought her food. I'm like, hey, let's just sit down and talk about this. It doesn't have to get this bad. Right. She said, you'll be back. And I said, when well, hell freezes over. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, how hot is hell? You know, the, 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 the entitlement with that statement that she gave you, like, like if you really were just like, like if, like if you didn't have, this is what I hate about women. I just want to say this before I wrap this up. Yes, sir. That there's this big entitlement mm -hmm. that some of them have and they yeah. feel like, they feel like men just go around with like no standards or nothing. They want real nothing. men, but they, they demand, they want a real man, but they want to turn them into a simp. Right. I'll be damned. Right. And, and, and it's <laughs> just damned. like, and it's just like, it's like the way she said, like, he'll be back. It's just like, this like, guy has standards and morals. Like, what makes you think that he's going to be back for you after like this whole thing happened? You know, he's still, and you're lucky he even has respect for you to buy you a damn dinner. Because if it was me, I ain't buying you shit, to be honest. I understand. You right. don't have to treat people as bad as they treat you. Michelle said this, when they go low, you could. You go high. Exactly. Or if you're in Florida with a medical card, you get high. Exactly. And, <laughs> just and, to get rid of it. Right. Just to get rid of the pain. And, and me, that's just the type of person I am. Like, But then again, that's part of the growth. You know, I can't have that vindictive mindset, right? Vendetta. Where, right? Where, where it's just like, oh, well, she did this. I'm not going to do that, you know? And I respect that from you, Thank man. You. The fact that you, you went to trials and tribulations with that woman and you still managed to still buy her food still do this still try to have a conversation and i sometimes try to explain that with some women in my life like you just gotta like you can love from a distance it's now here's the thing do i still love my soon-to-be ex-wife yes it's still unconditional love 
I just don't love you as my soulmate anymore. You can still, we can still respect one another. We can still be friends. We can still be cordial, but you lost that privilege. That's all it is. It's a privilege to be close to Ronald James Nelson. It's a privilege to be close to Christian. There we go. We're going to close it off. It We're going to close it off like that. Thank you so much, man, for uh, <laughs> thank you for having me being part of this episode. I was really looking forward to this. To this um, and I will catch you guys on the next episode.